Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everybody, welcome into Roosters on Olin Tangy here in Columbus. This is Letterman Live brought to you by our friends at Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. This is a fun, casual conversation. Anthony Schlegel digging yes. into the pickle chips. Mike Doss, he's Don't got his, he's eating a little lunch. Tim and I I'm, are going to... I'm going to have some tater tots. I don't know. we got a lot of options here, but we'll pick on that later here. Uh, Ohio State 34, Michigan State 10 was the Big Ten decision in the horseshoe on Saturday night. Uh, Ohio State 6-0 heading into this off date. Guys, that uh, Schlegel, start with you. Is that about what you expected? How do you rate that performance for the Buckeyes? Oh, man. So I actually predicted. Or the pickle chips. I don't know. <laughs> Those are fantastic. I love them. I get them every time I'm here. Actually, my score was 41-13, and we would have had it. Should they that, – that block, illegal block, which was ridiculous, and their kicker makes a field goal. But that being said – Well, he's trying to kick it around Chase Young. Very true. That being said, key thing from this, from this game that I took away was – the fact that our coaches made unbelievable adjustments. They really do. Uh, our guys played fast on defense. They swarmed to the football. They stopped the run, right? And, and on a very uh, elite defense, which Michigan State is, because statistically mm-hmm. that's what they are, right? right, right. It was going into this Coming game, and that's what they're known mm-hmm. for. We physically beat them down for the entire game. Now, start off a little slow, but guess what? Over time, the physicality of Ohio State football War on Michigan State, which is a tough program following Mark D'Antonio, mm-hmm. and they rushed for over 300 yards. And you saw exactly who J- – everybody's talking about Jonathan Taylor. J.K. Dobbins is an elite running back, and you saw the scene because they weren't able to run up the middle. Yeah. And then they started doing outside zone, and he was able to crease it in the C-gap, and then he was just in the second level. That's, that's new now, and um, that was awesome to watch. Great game. And, and, Mike, when you look at this, I thought Brian Lewerke for Michigan State was much improved over a year ago when he was just, you know, he, he, he cost them up. some of that game yeah, a year ago. Last year. Right. But he was making some plays, and then you have that pass rush getting after it. You have Jordan Fuller uh, making plays two weeks in a row now with a big pick. I think the turnaround of this defense has been remarkable, but you know that secondary play, how important that is, and that's really been key, I think, for the Buckeyes the last few weeks. Absolutely. I mean, just knowing that guys are going to be making plays, being competitive back there allows uh, a little bit of more pressure on the quarterbacks to be more accurate. They got to try to get the ball out quick, try to anticipate throwing guys open, as we would say as NFL, NFL yeah. quarterbacks do. And that D-line, was they coming. <laughs> and, and they, you know, you got to think, okay, can I even put it in this window? But now I got Chase Young. I got this defensive line coming after me. And, uh, you know, we, they played well. I mean, it was great to see how we just totally just pocketed, you know, bottled up. Whatever they were trying to do, they maybe get a little inch here. Yeah. They maybe get a little look, a little play. Next, you know, boom, strip fumble. Did, next, you know, next. did Chase get a sack? Did they give him credit they gave for him a half sack? sack half on the sack. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, so the streak well, continues. Well, here's wow. the deal. I, I was I, I thought about this on, on uh, Saturday morning when I was on the, the fan pregame show. And I want, you know how they have the Buckeye necklaces? Yeah. They should make a chase, like the Predator. They should make a Chase <laughs> right. Young Predator necklace, right? But instead of the skulls, yeah. he's in there polishing the helmets of the quarterback sacks. And he just clips them on. And he walks into the skull session or walks into the stadium. It's right. just a big freaking chain 
By the, the end of the year, he won't even be able to walk. That's right. fine. That's what you, yes, he is. You see how big he is? I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that I, I've had that visual. I want somebody to make that happen and tweet that out or something. He, 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 maybe he could make money off cool. of it. Oh, yeah, not yet. Oh, not, come yet on. not yet. It's coming. That, Godzilla's that conversation got will, it. Godzilla will. has it covered. <laughs> so this Chase Young, you know, I, I predicted before the season started that he would break the single-season sack record. He's still well ahead of that pace. Uh, Schlake, since you brought him up, I mean, we'll get to Tim – in a second here. Oh, man, I'm just champing the, the bit here, but that's all right. The physical yeah, yeah. ability I'm grab for Chase Young is, is special, yep. but it's uh, it's not that alone. Where do, you, where do you see the biggest strides from this kid from year one as a freshman to what he's doing right now? Well, you know, one thing is we never really got to see Nick Bosa <laughs> in that year, right, and how, how he could disrupt the game and, and the value that he would have added to Chase Young in that right. year of development and what he could have done. Yep. But I think that year was good for him in the fact that we also have other guys that had to step up and you saw they were going away from their double team and they're rolling them out of the pocket. They're trying to see where Chase Young is and let's do something different. But you can't ever stop him. You only hope to contain him a little <laughs> bit, right? And what he does by taking two and allows somebody else to come free. And you saw how our guys can respond to that and still get pressure. And then they're, 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 he's changing up how they protect. So that's where Baron Browning got mm-hmm. to come out clean on a sack. Right. And then when he gets his opportunity, his get-off is so good that and his hands are so good that he's already in the backfield. Though he doesn't get a sack, it shuts the play down. Our corner's already doing great, but it allows the troops to rally to the ball. And so he's causing other people to get sacks. Yeah. And when you do that in a team like Michigan State or a team like they face in, in northwestern Wisconsin coming up, you get those teams backed up behind the chains, third and medium, third and long. Listen, there's not a shot because <laughs> our DBs are too good. Yeah. And our linebackers are too good covering, and the D line is is elite. And those other guys that are that are helping there, Tim. You've got gonna, yeah, I'm sorry, just to, no, not to cut you off, but just to add on Chase, his knowledge of the game as far as my responsibility and yeah. you know do do I contain? There's a couple times where they try to run a stretch play or a little read, yeah. and he'll read the place, he'll develop. And I one going towards our sideline where he actually kind of rolled out there, had the lineman kind of on his back just to push it back to the defense. When he was a lot younger, he was just like, "Where's the football? <laughs> See ball, go get ball." Right. But now he understands his responsibility. He's playing within the confines of the defense, which allows others to make plays as Slago. You know what's funny? Is if you watch that game the other night, uh, they didn't always double-team him. They didn't always chip him. Uh, but if you, if you go back and watch it, they double-teamed him and sometimes chipped him when it looked like it was going to be a, a slower-developing pass yes. play. Otherwise, you know, why waste any a guy over there if you're going to throw it on a beat? And they did a good job of that. I thought, you know, Michigan State was flipping the H tight end. I call him the H back yep, tight end yep, yep. to his side a few times when he would flip flop and stuff. But that just shows you they're, you know, they're thinking about this guy on every play. Right. The offensive coaches are, and thus the players are. And like you said, that opens up forever. And then, and on top of that, like we talked about this week, Baron Browning has just exploded yes. in the yes, last several weeks, and it's amazing what that guy's bringing to the table, right? Yep. I mean, you played linebacker. Absolutely. It's yeah, so Barrett. different from playing where am I going to I know exactly where I'm going. And guess what city he's from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kennedale, Kennedale, Texas. Baby. I asked if you ever heard of Lufkin, and he said, no. I said, Des Bryant. He goes, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kennedale's right in my backyard. I know yes. Coach Richard Barrett really well. Um, Barrett has really stepped up his game. But, again, it goes back to what you said about Chase Young, and it's the teaching of the concepts. It's the teaching why. Now, he had a couple of balls that were working through great balls over him. Sure. Guess what? That's going to happen. Yeah. And you, sometimes in your zone drop and your eyes are on the quarterback and you want to 
maybe he got he picked up a first down with his legs at one time one time so i'm gonna get caught in no man's land but on the third one he backed up he was about 12 to 15 which is where you want to be in that zone and he was able to get a hand on it yeah yep. and i mean he's just he's long and rangy and he can run and just adds a different dynamic like tough made some great plays baron just adds a little bit something extra because he got in that rushman oh, package yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. and they brought him off the edge which you're not seeing the other linebackers, dude. Last yep. year, that was Malik. Yeah. Yep. Malik would have been that guy. Yep. But Barron has that ability, so it allows Malik to be in coverage, right? And yeah. Pete Werner. And you can yeah. see he played safety in high school. I mean, you can see yes. he was that guy, hey, go stop the play wherever it is, and you see that it blow up. You know, it's kind of, guys, what, what stood out? The, the tip he got, the Jordan yes. Fuller got, that yep. then Barron got called for a bogus. Well, yeah, bogus <laughs> you know, block man, in the back. Blind yeah. side. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you'd played, <laughs> man, you might have had 4,000 tackles <laughs> if you can't hit a guy like this. <laughs> right. uh, but – what was cool about that was he jumped up and tipped the ball, and then when he turned, I was telling Austin this, or Boston, excuse me, when he turned and saw Jordan Fuller intercept it, he jumped up in the air like he'd just gotten what he wanted for Dude, Christmas. I, I mean, I, there's, was, there's been a huge change to your point, Tim, that the confidence crazy. that he's carrying himself with. Last yeah. year he was frustrated, and there was should he play in the middle? Should he play on the outside? Should Ohio State move him to defensive end? I don't, I'm not sure that he felt comfortable that he knew what his role was right. a year ago. Yeah. And now Ohio State said, look, this is what this, this what this defense is. This is where you're going to play. This is how you're going to be used. And suddenly you see him, you know, people keep saying, well, they're not thinking, right? They've removed that. Here's what you do, Baron Browning. And he fires. When he goes, there's few linebackers anywhere that you're going to find that can go like he does. Yeah, what yes. I like, too, when they started the game the other night, clearly they wanted to stop Michigan State's run game. Yes. They wanted yeah. Michigan State, yep. you know, is, is, I think they have made strides offensively in what yes. they're doing. But what they did was they started with three linebackers, four defensive linemen, Three cornerbacks, including Sean Wade, yep. an unslot guy, yep. and and Jordan uh, Jordan Fuller playing high. You know, occasionally they rolled Jeffrey Okuda playing the high safety spot, but it was, I mean, that's something you haven't really seen so far this year. And it's just the the little things, the nuances they're adding almost every week to kind of throw another team off. And I'm I'm impressed yeah. by that. I mean, I, and I say Okuda's getting a lot of the press and the hype. Sure, but Sean Wade is a man oh, out yeah. there. I oh mean, yeah, he actually has made that slot safety corner nickel however you he, he's three and one so his versatility <laughs> his athleticism allows others you know to go over the three linebacker true set and go hey we got this second safety nickel corner whatever you want to play him an yeah. athlete and just say hey guard number two and when they run the ball he can actually come up and make tackles should players get paid sean wade is no. showing you know <laughs> Sean Wade is showing Tim, you're, you're trying level. to force that into the <laughs> show, no, 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 and I'm no, not going to let no, it happen. No, my point is he's going to get paid down <laughs> oh, the road absolutely. because the versatility he's showing I, is ridiculous. You know, Bradley Roby, that's what he did when yeah. he got to the league. You know, right. I mean, absolutely. they're looking for that guy. And here, here's what really has changed, and I think it's why it goes into leadership. It goes into picking your staff. You got NFL guys. You got former head coaches. That's you true. got guys that have been – that are older, longer in mm -hmm. the tooth, that have been around. Yeah. Well, what you're seeing is it's taking them five, six weeks to figure out what do I really got? Yeah. yeah. And our defense is, is still evolving within the season, and you've seen it in how we recruit. Yep. We're not recruiting necessarily you're a corner, you're a safety. We're recruiting athletes, athletes. that athletes. have a lot of utility. Yeah. Right? And they add value. And it's like, oh, this guy goes down, who's his backup? No. That guy goes down, who's He's the 12th best, best yeah. guy yeah, right. that goes yeah, right. in? You guys can both speak to this. <laughs> in <laughs> I like 2002, that. I like that analogy. In 2002, and then when you were there, Schlegs, uh, Y'all both played on defenses that looked like they were having fun. Yes, that, like, it was almost oh. like you wanted to be on the field all day. You know what I mean? As opposed, For sure. You know, I mean, it's, do you? I sense that about this defense that these guys are 
they're psyched about playing. I mean, it's they think they think they're going to do what they they're supposed yes, to do. And the main thing is, if you do what you're supposed to do on defense, you only get to play three plays. You know? Right, <laughs> that's true. I mean, you can see it with Akuda and, and Chase. You know, after one of those two guys make a big play, they're kind of doing their thing, taking a picture, yeah. selfie. Yeah. You know, they're having that that fun, that that inner squad challenge of each other. Like, who's going to make the play? I'm up next. I want to be that guy. Yeah. But they're all doing it with the responsibility. Yeah. And that's what's been great. You know, in the conversation with Halfley is going like, you know, we had the cap former captain's dinner Friday night. Mm-hmm. All the guys, older guys came in. I sat with the defensive backs and, you know, Coach Half's like, man, everyone's doing their job. and then, But we're making plays. Yeah. And that's the exciting part mm-hmm. that you can see that camaraderie, that, that that push, that energy out there of guys going like, I know I'm going to get a chance to make a play versus a guy who's like, man, I ain't getting no looks this right. week. I ain't getting a chance. Then he gets undisciplined. Yep. Then that team, you know, gets one on us. That's so. what people forget. Man to man. It's hard to get interceptions man right. to man. I mean, when you set Jeffrey Okuda free, and like I said, he is so quick to recognize what's up and break to the ball. The, all three of those guys are Damon Arnett and yeah. Sean yeah. Wade. These it's coaches, different. These coaches are also rewarding those guys in the meetings. Yes. Right? Listen, if you don't get thrown to, you feel like you didn't have a good game, but they're like, you did your job well. Yeah. Right? And they put that in front of their peers. Yes. And that makes them want to go do that. And it is fun to hold a team under 13 points. (laughs) Right? It is fun to stop the run. Right. It is fun to have a blackout. And, hey, guess what? When you do your job, we're going to reward you and incentivize you that behavior in front of your peers. That's what we – Austin, I told Chase Young that the other night he was leaving the the, uh, interview room. I said, you know, you can can be very impressive on defense and not have a sack. You know, and he understands that. He he left it. He gets it. Because, I mean – just from defense and also special teams, he's making such a he's such a force on that field goal block. It's ridiculous. All right, these guys are diving into the food. That means we're going to take a quick break here, get a word from our sponsors here. Letterman Live, just getting started. Stick with us. At the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing like college football, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than to bet on them. So do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sportsbook. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. And MyBookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where all my friends play. It's where you should play too. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code LettermanRoad to activate the offer. That's promo code LettermanRoad. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, and we're back. Uh, Schlegs, you were bringing up a good point about the coaching staff, and before we talk about the Ohio State offense and the way that's building with J.K. Dobbins some more, there was a special moment for a guy that you know after the game, and Ryan Day uh, calls up Mickey Mirati, gives yeah. him a game ball. My guy. And, I mean, this guy has, you know, given blood, sweat, and tears for the program for a long time, and I think a lot of Ohio State fans already know how important he was to, to holding over in the transition. Right. Uh, but – this guy, what do you think that meant to him to get singled out and get that attention? Because, well, you know, strength coaches are, are often doing it for somebody else. Right, and Mick's not an attention seeker, right? He's not out there blowing up Twitter and stuff like that. He's very old school. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing about Mick. Mick, the first thing that he did was he recognized his staff. He recognized the athletic trainers. He recognized the nutritionists and the doctors. Like, he can't do his job without those people – He's a, that's a humble guy because, 100%. because one, he's, he's the associate athletic, uh, athletic director for sports performance of the Ohio State University. All sports are under Mickey Marotti. 
and he focuses on football, yes, but his staff allows him to do that job, and he, and he is a humble person because, listen, in opportunities to be humble, they come like that. And if you aren't constantly thinking of your staff and all the people that are involved into doing what you do as a strength coach, which is serve the athlete, okay? The coaches serve the athlete, right? It's not going to come out. Out of the mouth, the heart floweth. Like, that's real. And his heart is for his people that allow him to do his job to maximize the Buckeyes that help our coaches put that product on the field. And that's what you see. Unbelievable guy. Moved the needle for me. And uh, it was great, long overdue yeah. for him to get, to get a game ball. But to get, well, to, get to the epitome of it, uh, Ohio State, if you're just looking at them from afar, the first five games, they look like this really sweet, you know, yeah. elite kind of athletically gifted team that's going to go out and run track meets and stuff and beat people <laughs> that way. When you play Michigan State, which is the most probably the most sound defense they play all year. Right. You, you've got to beat them, meaning you've got to beat them up. You've got to beat them out of their gaps. They're always going to be in their gaps. Right. They're going to be gaps out. And the point that was missed the other night was methodically Ohio State beat them up. Yeah. Right, physically. Cre- create some creases, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. But that goes back to the Mickey Marotti right. of not just these guys are fast and in shape. They're yeah. tough. Well, yeah, these, well, just, that's what you got to say there because yeah. getting off the bus – Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, that's it. Yeah. But you can't be just about that. No. Or you lose games. You've seen really athletic-looking teams with Bosa's on them lose games that they shouldn't lose. Five slam a jam. Right. I remember them. But now you got out there and, and uh, you know Chase Young, like we said, on, he's playing on special teams. you got guys that are scratching and clawing like Jordan Fuller to make tackles uh, when it can slip out of the gate. Yep. And then Justin Fields at the quarterback just to get a little bit of that offense, fighting at the end zone to score touchdowns. He's been willing to take some shots on the way there. So, Mike – yeah. The toughness part. I mean, how it, how easy is that to see? It's great. I mean, it, it, you see it from you know right out the gate. And just to add about the Marathi, when I was at that uh, captain's dinner and I was able to catch him walking out, they were about to load up and head to the hotels. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, coach, you got to be enjoying this. <laughs> and he just started laughing. He was like, Man, he's like, he's like, on Saturdays I just relax. You know, I just get to go out there and watch. He's like I'm gonna get back, coach. Yeah. yeah. You know, just that humbleness. <laughs> you know, and just seeing him excited to know like he's doing his part. And I think also that's planting a seed. Coach Day know what he's doing. Yeah. He's planting the seed to, like, you are a part of this program. You are an intricate part of what I'm doing here, and I need you for the long run because there will be opportunities this offseason, people coming and trying to pluck him away. Sure. And potentially his former head coach, <laughs> if he decided to take <laughs> another year. we were going here's, there. Here's, <laughs> what, here's what it does to the guys. And this is what everybody that's listening that has that plays high school ball or if you're a coach at another university, he's giving credibility, not that he needed any. Correct. But he's getting credibility to what the strength and conditioning coach, staff, nutritionist, trainers do mm-hmm. to allow you to go out there and do that. Toughness is not something that everybody has, right? It is trained. You saw J.K. pulling the rope. Like, Taylor Decker didn't come in tough. Joshua Perry didn't come in tough. There's some of us that, yeah, I was a tough dude when I walked in. I wish I had a Mickey Mirati to keep pushing me to the edge and had, like grab my shirt yeah. because I was about ready to go over, right, right of the toughness <laughs> right, scale. Yeah, right, like, yeah, I right. want like that guy. You yeah. and John Simon don't need that. No, but but well. here's the deal: they're training and it's in front of their peers. Yes, and and it's all about the grind and the grit. And I'm gonna dig my fingers in the, the floor just a little bit harder yeah. for my teammate because yep. all of them are watching and depending We're all together, on me. No one's better. And that's then, selfless, yeah, and I'm doing it for mm-hmm. my teammate. 
But that's that's the ultimate toughness. What bothered them most about you, though, was that Bowie knife you always had hanging <laughs> off your hip. In my truck, yeah. You never well, know still. what a wild boar is going to come <laughs> through there. Know. Hey, but I know. They're making their way in Ohio but, right now. But what I was talking about a while ago, too, is watching Devon Hamilton and Jay Sean Cornell do their thing right now in the midst of the, the, the grind, watching Josh Myers and Wyatt Davis and uh, Jonah Jackson and, you know, the tackles of Munford and Brandon Bowen and Josh right. Allaby. They were playing, like I said, grown men yeah. the other day. And eventually, they got the best of them, and yep. that's that's what that's what it's all about, you know. Uh, when you get to the big time, yeah. the big time games, that's what it's all about, and hitting big plays like they did. And there was some conversation after the game on on Saturday night where people have been wondering when did Justin Fields kind of prove? Was there a run that he proved he was a, a leader of the team? Was there a moment of toughness on the field? And J.K. Dobbins said, uh, you know, we didn't have that doubt going into the season because we saw him go through Mickey Marotti's strength program. So we don't need to make this whole thing the Marotti uh, back padding hour, but that's I think it is important to point that out with Fields that yeah. he had to go through a bunch of really tough periods even before he played Michigan yeah. State, and now he's out there. And so if he has to run, he's doing it. If he has to take a couple shots uh, in the pocket, people wonder how he – well, he gets up. He's seen adversity before, even you know even before – and Michigan his teammates have seen him handle that adversity prior to game time. Listen, right. Coach Meyer said it. Preparation stops when the foot hits the ball. And you you play like you practice. They have mat drills. They have special workouts. Every workout is real, it's tough. Yeah, It is, man. It's hard at Ohio State. They run a hard program. And so from the winter to the summer or spring to the summer and into fall camp, it's all about toughness, winner, loser, competitive excellence. Yeah. And in those situations, he has to rise to, to the level of his competition and exceed expectations, and his teammates see that. That's when you're a leader, not about what you say, but it's about what you do. Yeah. Right. Well, right? I asked J.K. that question about, about, about uh, Justin on when did they notice he was tough, right. uh, along with being sweet. But here's the other thing. J.K. Dobbins has, has done the exact same thing. Yes. 100%, he, yep. he dedicated himself. A thousand yard season was nowhere near good enough for him last year. Mm-hmm. They went 13 and one. That was nowhere near good enough for him. Now we'll see what happens as the year goes on. There's no doubt about it. This guy is running different. And I mean, he, he is. He called last year a failure. I mean, yeah. that's right. And that, you don't often hear that from players, like that sort of blunt assessment of your own game. That's a, that's a strong way to put it. The guys can say, oh, yeah, I still see some things that I can improve on, but, you know, and point to a thousand yards and feel good about it. He's, you know, almost was he the only one who's ever done it in the first two years of yeah. his career at Ohio State? Like, you could you could definitely relax a little bit. Instead, he cuts the body fat by 4%. He calls it a failure himself, so he, he lays down the gauntlet. A coach didn't have to tell him that. Mm-hmm. Now, Tony Alford and Ryan Day surely did that you can do better. But the way that he's running, Doss, I mean, he, he looks different. Just – the mindset that he talked about, yeah, you can he, see it on the field. As we talk week after week, it's an edge. You know, it's about, you know, he's improving himself. If he wants his stock to go up, you know, for the next level, he wants to continue to show Master Teague, you know, the backup guys like, hey, this is my job. This yep. is, I, I own this. You know, you can spell me, but this is my, you know, this is my role to, to lead my team. So, kind of like 2014 or 15 yeah. again. So, you, got the, you got the main guy. But right. You, yeah. So at the end of the day, you know his work ethic, off season is all now coming, you know, coming out on the field. I, as we would say, we will go to the workouts and say, "Hey, we're putting in deposits." Yeah. You know, as a player, <laughs> I'm putting in deposits because when the fall gets here on every Saturday, I want to yep. make withdrawals. I talk, so yeah. that's the way he's coming out every Saturday, going, "I got to go ahead and make this big withdrawal today because I know I put this work in and now it's paying off." I talked about this with my podcast this week with Boston is. 
Uh, one of my favorite plays on I'm Saturday. I'm never going to get used to it. On though. Saturday night. <laughs> on Saturday night was the way he blocked Bocce. <laughs> On, yeah. that, on the edge there okay. when, when the Fields yeah. scored his last scored the last touchdown of the night and they I mean it was a big time collision. Yeah. It was like Earl Campbell and Jack Tatum or whatever. <laughs> right. I mean, it was big. But the great coolest thing about that moment was Bocce then got up and said something and helped JK up. Yeah. Like yeah. that is the ultimate yeah. sign of respect. Of respect yeah. for a tough football player yeah. one to the other and to, you know, it's you play it's, the game it's remarkable clean, to watch these guys play progress, physical man. and yeah. you know you get that respect when you, when it, right there on the spot when it's needed to. All right, we're gonna let Schlegs eat a little bit more on Letterman Live. I like this. Along here. I like this is Buffalo. Buffalo mac, mac and cheese. cheese. I've never had it before. <laughs> it's first time. It's a taste test right now. Is it really? Schlegs di- diving in. We're gonna take a quick word from the sponsor. We'll be right back. Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two lower-level tickets. One bowl prize winner chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at your favorite Roosters or at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. All right, welcome back in. Schlegs still going. That first mic must have been pretty good as we're back here. Dude, I can't believe I've never had this buffalo mac and cheese. So obviously nobody else here can eat it because I'm using the same fork every time. <laughs> wow, so <laughs> he just he takes I'm it over for himself. I didn't know that I was falling behind. I guess we have to order some to go now. Uh, Letterman Live. That's really Instead good. Of Iron Chef. Instead of Iron Chef, All this right. is Iron Gut. Really good. So he's got a new thing he's going to order every time with the pickle chips. Uh, all right, 6-0 and Ohio State. Let's shift gears a little bit. They're, they've got this off date. Take me through it for you guys as players. You guys get to this midway point. You have a week off. How do you want to manage practice? What do you want to get out of it? Do you try and just get healthy? What, like what is, what is a bye week off date to a player? I'm going to I'm going to the deer stand, baby. Yeah, let's go, bam. Yeah, That's what I've been doing. I'm driving back to Stark County, watching some good high school football. You know, we got a lot of out of state players, so maybe they'll not be able to travel, but they're gonna relax. I would work them hard. You know, tomorrow through Thursday, and say, hey, you got three days, a good weekend, relax. You know, yep. do if you're obviously in an injury protocol, re- do your rehab, but just enjoy it. You know, we we work we've been working hard. We're six weeks in. It's a nice chance to refresh, you know, and then we come back on Monday. Let's come back ready to work. It's it's interesting because there's a couple guys. You know, Justin Fields took that hard shot late. He was limping a little bit. Chase Young left. I Good think people shoulder. were worried. Uh, you know, he doubled down or doubled over a little bit at the end. He walked off the field, told Tim and I that he was fine. He'd be back. Damon Arnett, Arnett misses the second half. People yeah. are starting to realize how important he is yeah. uh, now that he's not out there. Although I thought Cam there. Brown played pretty well. Yep. So that's coming along, but you, you should get Damon Arnett back. He said he told me that it was a precautionary issue. Tyler Friday didn't play on Saturday. I'm running through the list here. It's a point that Ohio State can get healthier and still get better, and they're playing pretty good as it is. So that's I think that's an interesting part of this is Ohio State's growing. They can add to the offense. They can add to the defense. And, and Schlegs, they can still get healthier, That that especially if you get Tyler Friday, Jonathan Cooper, Tyreek Smith back. Look out. Yeah, it allows you also to get healthy, refocus, self-evaluate, right, on yourself halfway through the season, but also work on the fundamentals of the game. There's things that are lacking that you haven't been necessarily able to coach up Yes. in the fundamentals, mm-hmm. the blocking, the tackling, that this is the week that you can go back and work on those things because every week it's game planning and installing and here's what we're going to do versus this. Yeah. And so now it's going back to – Michigan drills, stripping the football, yep. turnovers, you know, tackling, blocking, hand yep. position, all those different things. That's what this week's about. Three days. They already worked out on 
Sunday. Yep. So they'll work out Wednesday or Thursday. You'll probably have some high-needs guys. They'll probably have to check in with the position coaches over the weekend because guys will go, and they should, right? Handle your business. Go out and enjoy yourself mm-hmm. a little bit. You're in college. You're still in college, <laughs> yeah. right? And then guess what? Come back ready to go because we got to – and here's the other thing, though. It's not like normal bye week because now they got a Friday night game. Right. So that – that Tuesday is now a Monday, Monday yes. right. right? So it's going to be somewhat, hey, let's come back in the building on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, afternoon. Yeah, probably right? Do some o'clock. reflection. Yeah. And then Mon- Monday will be their bloody Tuesday, sure. right? Yes. So the week is different. So, yeah, it's, it kind of stinks for them. They only get two days in the deer stand versus versus three. <laughs> three. But ultimately, <laughs> it's a great week to get get refocused and healthy and work on the fundamentals. Is that where the term yeah. gamey came from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Let me ask you all both this, though. Did, for our, the coaches are always sort of looking ahead a little bit, whether they want to admit it or yeah. not. I mean, we have people scouting. Wisconsin before, yeah. looks pretty good, you yeah. Know, right uh-huh. now. I mean, do do you allow as a coach? Do you allow? Do you introduce anything to Justin Fields, for example, this week about the Wisconsin defense? Just to, or would that cloud no. the situation? Yeah, I would. No, I would not introduce anything coming down the line, and maybe unless it's conceptual, like this is a concept. Yes. Hey, I wouldn't say, hey, this is Wisconsin's defense. Yeah. I would go to okay, they run a, you know, a Rover style three. And we may see that here. Yeah. Just kind of talk through that concept. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not looking ahead of the opponents. Well, yeah. in Northwestern, and that's a pretty good defense. And yeah, they're going well. to play. They're going to be at home. They're going to be, you know, it's Friday night. It's a new atmosphere for them, national TV probably. So they're going to be excited. And just to add with the bye week, it's a big week for recruiting for coaches to get out, hit yeah. the road, and try games. to, you know, get in, get in touch with some guys that they haven't been able to maybe meet and check a game out. And if we need to, you know, fill a big void in, in our class, we may be able to get a big commit this week by the coaches just getting out on the road. I'm going to the Alabama Texas A&M game, so I, I, I got would, things you planned. You going to that one? Oh, yeah. I well, would love to get to that Florida yeah. LSU, though. That oh, yeah. Like, That's oh, yeah. going to be a or nice one. Texas, oh, okay. Texas. It's a big weekend of yeah. college oh, yeah. football. Huge. Yeah, well, the, the other thing, too, about, about these guys is the fact that you, you as a parent don't tell your kids everything, right? <laughs> right. And what they do is they'll have their play cards up for the defense. This is what I want you to do, right? The kids don't know that it's Northwestern. They don't <laughs> right. know that it's Wisconsin. Yeah. Right. The scout team's just doing it because exactly. you threw it up on a card. Yes. And what they're trying to do is how's he going to go through his reads and progression because, again, the system is in. Yes. Now what they're doing is they're figuring out what does this look like for him, mm-hmm. and those are teachable moments regardless of who you play. Here's the look, right? So that's what this week is all about. Listen, just like parenting, you don't always got to tell your kids what you're doing, but it's for their benefit. <laughs> you know what's right. funny, but though, because I, I asked I'm yeah. sorry to cut. Yeah. I'll guarantee for his first interception, he's going to go back, see the defense, see did that receiver, number one receiver, run the guy off or not? Did mm-hmm. that corner get a sneak peek of the, the over route? Was he coached up that week? Hey, that Looked guy like came that over route. Yeah. You come off because Phil's never thrown it to number one. <laughs> so when he when you know, so he'll go back review that, and that would be like you said. You put that card up and say, "Hey, this is the defense you threw your first pick on. Did you recognize it?" And you know what's funny is they called that because they thought they were going to a specific look. And if you watch that play, he rolls out right. Yeah. He just turned and threw it. Yeah. He didn't even. And, and, and he and had so, plenty right. of room to run. Yeah. And right. That would have been one exactly. of those ones where, hey. I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Right. Too too yeah. too low of a margin of success on me running, throwing that seven. I think it was the seven. Yeah. Over route backside. Yeah. Though. yeah okay. Right that's, that's what right. it was. Yeah. yeah. Waggle to my yeah. right. Yeah. And back that's a difficult. Yeah. And I just could have picked up six, seven yards and moved the chains. But the guy who had manned up with the outside receiver. Yes. Just came off off. his man. Yeah, since the ball was in the zone. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, exactly. One of those deals. But this, 
Yeah. He, he could have easily said, oh, the over route looks like he's open. That corner, number one's open, boom, 50-yard touchdown. Yeah. That's why we're sitting here talking about Justin Fields. He can get he can get he so much better. better. He can get you better. You can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to say that's a great segue there, Tim. We're, we're picking – we don't have a game to pick this week. <laughs> so we got we got MVPs of the team. And I think if we just did offense and defense, it might be pretty obvious. But uh, I don't know. I'll let you guys go make your own choices here. There are three Heisman candidates in my mind on this team, which makes it a little bit tougher to differentiate. Uh, Tim and I talked about that on his podcast, how I believe that Chase Young should get more attention. He won't win, but I think he should go to New York. I don't want to tip my hand on who I think the MVP of the team is, but I'll start with you, Schlegs, as you eat no. that Buffalo mac and cheese. Well, get I'll that go. mic back. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. I have I, no clue. Be, I mean, we got to go with J.K. I mean, Jay, Justin is – the quarterback position, it yeah. gets all the glory. He gets all the hype. I mean, obviously, one interception through six games, you can't, you know, knock against that. Yeah. But as far as the the running, the physicality of our run game and J.K. carrying that ball through the trenches and mm -hmm. establishing that, I think he's kind of the lead six weeks in. <laughs> I would give him the lead. It's like 1A and 1B. I'm sorry, 1A and 2A with <laughs> Justin, you know. So, I, but I'm giving that. <laughs> yeah, six pack. Six pack of mac and cheese bites. Yeah. <laughs> You're going all mac and cheese over all here today, Slick. So. You know who no. I like who's really – he's played extremely well, but he's played better than I even thought he would, and he's executed better than I thought he would, is Josh Myers. Okay. Because I can't remember a bad snap. Maybe there's been one. But if you watch him, you watch the video after games and during the games, he's coming off and he's getting the guys at the second level. He's not just getting in their way. He's blocking. I mean, I mean, they're, all those guys are doing a great job right. up front. But I didn't – a lot of people thought Harry Miller, this phenomenal five-star, was going to come in and maybe challenge him for that job and talk about lighting a fire. But I, I, that's part and parcel of what they're getting done on offense right now is they have guys on that line playing well, and he's one of them who has stepped up, you know, and I think taking it to another level. Maybe I started this segment the wrong way because I did. didn't know that Josh Myers was going to get an MVP vote. <laughs> well, I'm just talking about it all, it all, hey, it all, every play Come starts here. with Josh Myers. Right, and it you, does. You know what, it's though, true. to your point, he has to set the front. He has to make those calls and adjustments right. when they get the new call in from the sideline of what we got to do. Right. So and They I finally believe, cracked that and they probably cracked that egg last week. Right, he's mm. a sophomore. So, like, and we heard about how it took him a little bit of time. Guess what? It's all going to take us time when we're new to it. You know, yep. and he's doing a great job. I mean, my biggest thing is I don't pick MVPs because you need everybody. So bump it. Um, <laughs> that being said, um, I mean, again, that being said, my, 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 my MVP is the two position groups that matter the most. And it's an offensive and defensive line. line. Yeah. And all I, all I can say is That's this. That's a linebacker I, talking. <laughs> I have never. Well, D-line makes linebackers look good. O-line make running backs and quarterbacks look good. At the end of the day, I. I don't know of a more physical, aggressive – I know for sure offensive line, but defensive line as the whole and depth that they have and problems that they can cause mm -hmm. this – I mean, it's, it's just amazing the development of our coaches. And it goes back to that toughness because the other thing is how Mick coaches in the weight room is how the coaches coach on the field. Right. There's no disconnect. If one parent parents one way and one parent parents the other, guess what? They're going to go the easiest <laughs> route. But guess what? At Ohio State, they all get coached really hard, direct <laughs> teaching. That being said, those groups – are the foundation of any elite program. And we have two of the best right now at Ohio yeah. State. I invite people to go watch the video just of this past game and watch the penetration, but also push on occasion Devon Hamilton is getting. And also watch oh. how Jayshon Cornell 
has his arm or something involved in almost every play if it goes more than two seconds. And those are guys are coming from the, the midst of it all, the abyss. Right. And, man, <clears throat> talk about Chase Young help, helping them, vice versa. 100%. Yeah. And Jay Sean Cornell, we talked about that. That move to the three-tech has, has paid off. People will, can he replace Draymond Jones? He hasn't produced. He was a five-star, this and that. Well, sometimes sometimes it takes four or five years for kids People to stop stop berating high, you know, high college, kid, college rating, kids about rankings, why, right. why, why aren't they producing and stuff. Right. It's all about fits. Yep. It's all about timing. Time, I mean, what, the, what the heck, man? Like, stop doing Health, that to people. You know, doing yeah. everything. At the end of the day, they're still adding value. They got four years here, yes. so let them mature. Arnett what, needed a fourth year. What yeah. I'm always talking I mean, about on the podcast, about uh, you go from an 18-year-old to a 20-year-old. Yeah. When you're 18-year-old, you're Or playing, to a 22-year-old. Or, 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 or a 22-year-old, yeah. but I was exactly. playing or older. <laughs> but I mean, you're going from uh, being a, 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 an older boy playing against grown men to being Correct. a grown man, and Correct. it's there's a hell of a difference. Oh, man, yeah. I remember my first, uh, we played BYU when I was at the academy because they all came back on their missions. They're 26 years old, and I'm there, yeah. like yeah. 18 years old, out of basic, weighing 205 pounds, <laughs> yeah. playing will linebacker at the academy. I was like, what in the Sam Dickens is going on here? <laughs> they, had t- they had Jolly, that really good tight yeah, end. Yeah, I was like, Jolly, you know what? Jolly. I'm just going to knock your dick in the dirt, man. That's, <laughs> oh. that's all I got. I'm going to no, give you all 205 of me. Yeah. You know, we'll, when, let it, we'll let it happen. But but you, were gonna real, get to fly, you were going to get to fly F-15s one day. They weren't. Um, that, that's, you know, that's the thing. Everybody develops at a different time. Every, it, some dogs trip earlier than others. Right, but the thing is, you just want them to keep biting. That's when the strength staff comes in. That's when your coaching comes in. And when they get an opportunity, they got to respond. And you're seeing a lot of really high talented guys respond at an elite level, and that's why it's fun to watch. Yeah, elite level, uh, fun to break them down right now. They're six and zero. Ohio State. Uh, every week on Letterman Live, it's been fun to get the inf- insight from these guys. Talk about the best team in the country right now, in my opinion. Tim will measure up against Alabama when he goes down to see it yeah, this week. Yeah, I'm very interested to see because we'll, that team is struggling a little bit defensively. I mean, I'm, I'm really interested to see know, them live. I remember when we won, when we played Alabama in the Sugar Bowl and, and when we played Oregon. When I went out there for pregame warm-up, I was like, dude, these dudes are big and stiff. I was, I, you know, because, I mean, as a coach, like, you're looking at body types and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, dude, these guys are big and stiff. We got this. And then when I went out and when we watched Oregon, they had Nastatol. Right, they didn't. Have, they had no ass at all. I'm like, dude, <laughs> our dudes are gonna beat the piss out of these dudes, man. Because it takes an ass to physically pound some people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that that's where the training comes in. But it's just our guys look good. J.K. looks good, right? I mean, our it was great to see Ben Victor. Like those guys right. don't make. They have athleticism, but to go get it, yeah. to go finish, uh, yeah. that is finish. something, man, that is trained in them all year long. So I'm going to go plant, and I'm going to go make that play. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a behavior that they've instilled in these guys and are teaching them, and yeah. it is just awesome and fun to watch. All right. This has been the uh, Mickey Marotti Appreciation Hour here, brought to you by Roosters. <laughs> I didn't say it, man. You're welcome. Go Bucks, baby. <laughs> he's from Pittsburgh, man. That's great. Mickey. To, he's a steel man. Steel great man. to have Anthony Schlegel, Mike Doss, Tim May hanging out again. Gonna t- uh, now it's my turn to dig into this. Rooster's going to eat. Appreciate you guys for watching. We'll see you right back here next week on Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. Mostyn Ward. We'll see you then. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.